0: Dear Shooter, collaboration is the theme of the week. With one host on travel and another just returning, team building and business development is happening everywhere. Of course, I'm happy. I...
1: Just checking because <laughs> I'm like
2: getting the stink eye here. <laughs> Go do your thing. But get good at your craft first and put your budget to things that really matter for your day. And you want to get good at it. And make no mistake about it. That's training. Let's face it. If you have a size 62 waist, you are not as tactical as 5.11 might think you are, <laughs> and we've all seen it. Wow, <laughs> oh, the There it is. <laughs> <laughs> and crazy, too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the sensibilities. Of the
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Deer Shooter Podcast. I am your host, Jason Crotto. Dear Shooters, brought to you by WyoTac, empowerment through self-reliance, and Lucid Optics, on target, under budget. So happy Thursday morning to you, and uh, the crew over here has got a lot of stuff going on. Brandy and I are uh, holding down the fort after a week of fun and adventure. Uh, we got Wilson in here, remote. Hanging out with the famous Tun Jones down in Texas. How are you guys doing?
2: Well, I'm well. I can't vouch for Tun. It's hot. I got boob sweat.
0: <laughs> Me too. Me too,
3: dude. It's a struggle, ain't
0: it? It is. So how do you how do you
3: deal with that? I mean, are we talking napkins or towelettes, or so how's that work, dude? You saw I used that bounce house blower to cool my titties.
2: You did do that. I <laughs>
3: I just thought you were enjoying the fan, but I didn't know it was that personal.
0: Hey, Ted, you You should try an underwire with that.
3: Yeah, I tried. It just leaves, like, that red ring and some brutal to get rid of. It's (laughs) kind of awkward after dark.
1: A little, like, diaper rash ointment on there or what?
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) The monkey butt powder doesn't even get rid of the chafing.
1: So so what are you guys doing down there in Texas? I know you're doing some stuff for, what, Air Force and... uh, and and Pyramid, what, what else you got going on?
2: We're doing a little product filming. We're going to do a little shooting. A lot of collaboration, cross-promotion going on with a handful of brands. Um, I really got to thank Ton for putting this all together because, I mean, you have that seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Well, that's that's the rookie league because Ton is like one person connected to anybody you might want to know.
1: <laughs> that's handy.
3: It is very handy. Yeah. What are we doing tomorrow? Tomorrow we're doing a collaboration with Air Force, Firebird, Lucid, Walker's GSM, um Birchwood Casey. We're gonna be hanging out of helicopters, shooting targets, blowing stuff up. Um, chaos mayhem and putting it together to make it look like art.
1: Cool. Sounds like a way to, what I just got done with.
2: Yeah, yours is a lot more structured than what we're going to get into.
1: Well, yeah, there's that. I Well, I don't know that, that, that there was a whole lot of structure to it, but it worked.
2: So you went and did what, Recondo?
1: I did the uh, TSI's Recondo course, and it's the, the DOD uh, version of recon and commando course
2: interesting live fire and the whole thing
1: live fire live explosives it was uh it was a it was a treat
2: all right, and you did this with who just you yourself and
1: so I went up there with with rob Pincus and and the i d s team kind of the the some of the the higher level instructors, and there were six of us out there we spent. I don't know six seven days. I kind of lost track of time because we were doing you know thirty hour ops out there. Uh, but yeah, it was it was about a little over a week, and just had a ball. It, it was it was it was hard. It was exhausting, but it was probably the most fun you can have with your clothes on.
0: Oh, huh. did you have your clothes on
1: when you were spooning Barrett? Yes. It was too cold to take That's them off. That's not
3: the story of Barrett tells. <laughs> not the pictures I saw.
1: Well, hypothermia is a thing.
3: <laughs> that explains the shrinkage. Yes. In eighty degree weather. Oh.
1: It, it, it was. It was eighty during the day. It was upper thirties at night.
3: It was intimidated. Oh. That explains. Yep. 30 degrees Celsius is
1: still hot. I'm not talking oh, Celsius, God. brother. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but it went well. Um, pretty much every challenge that they threw at us, and, and even in, I had one of the instructors come up to us after the event and uh, and say that our crew really handled most of the challenges they put in front of us better than most of the groups that they see come through there. So. A uh, little feather in our cap there.
2: Well, kudos. Yeah, um, the way you were moving and and complaining about being tired when I saw you on Friday, it it kind of explained that you'd been there, done that.
1: Once or twice, uh, been through some some similar courses like this. Now, uh, though, this was the first time I'd been through one that was truly live fire. So there was that aspect of you know you got to be on your game and make sure nobody gets hurt.
2: Well, just the land nab at night, you got to be on your game.
1: Oh, yeah. I got in trouble for that because I wasn't supposed to lead my team so expeditiously to the uh, uh, final firing position. But, you know, there you have it.
2: I'm telling well, you. Well, I, I mean, with somebody with, got a napkin.
1: With
0: a compass, you just walk a straight line, and if there's a cliff, you just go off the cliff. It's fine.
1: I really didn't even use the compass. I was actually navigating by the stars. Um, I'd, I'd figure out my... Uh, I, you know, I'd I'd figure out whatever my vector was and go. Okay, there's a star, follow that. And then we would, uh, you know, we get to a point where we couldn't go that direction anymore, or we needed to move, or whatever, and shoot another azimuth, find another star, and keep on going.
2: Well, it sounds like you got there.
1: We did. Um, it was about we we estimated it to be about a ten mile march uh, from where they dropped us off to our MSS. And we managed the whole thing in about seven hours in complete darkness.
3: And you signed up for this?
1: I did. Uh,
3: he let somebody pay money for him to do it.
1: And and cool. uh, if you ask me again, I'd I'd go do it again next week. It, it, I I enjoyed it. See, a couple weeks back,
3: I went hunting with some of the people we all know with air guns in Louisiana. And they do that random odd thing like let's go hunting at night. And they decided to walk through the swamp from sundown to sunup with panos on and night vision lasers and rucksacks full of water and little protein bars and They decided to hike all freaking night long. Well, that's a problem though
0: because you have gators and we don't.
3: (laughs) Well, they said that's why they brought me. (laughs) (laughs) You were gator bait? No, they're like, you're the reptile guy. You can handle it. I said, yeah, but we usually deal with this in like a situation where we have light. So That's why you have night vision on. I said, yeah, but I'm sweating into my eyes. So, well, don't do that.
1: <laughs> it's hot. And you can't help I'm it.
3: Like, I'm like, uh, I am sweating into my eyes. I have pantos on. I'm drenched, 18 inches of swamp water, thistles, chiggers, everything else is biting me. And they're yelling, Copperhead. And I'm trying to go catch it. Then they're like, Where the hell are you going? I said, To go catch. A copperhead you yelled copperhead and I'm really starting to wonder about some of these people because they said it was the best time ever um, I came back hurting um, evidently I have muscles I didn't know existed um, I was squeezing thorns out of my shins for about the next three four days And they said, when are we going again? I said, in the winter. (laughs) My clothes smelled like bacon grease from the sweat that was seeping from my pores. Yeah, not it.
2: But tongue did not choose to go and do the ricondo thing.
3: No.
0: But we don't have gators or chiggers.
1: No, we do have ticks, though. We
0: don't have copperhead.
3: That I'm definitely not going. Snakes was the only bonus.
0: Oh, we have rattlers.
3: Yeah, snakes and gators were the only bonus. The 102 degrees with 92% humidity was like in hiking through the swamp water. was like a hard pass, and they were like, this is great.
0: But we have rattlers and grizzlies. It's almost the same.
3: Oh, that's like... The desert strip clubs in the middle of nowhere. <laughs>
1: Just to save. No, I know. Just to I,
3: point I, of
1: I know part of our challenge was was Rob had decided that he was going to provide an issue all of our equipment. So I wasn't running the standard kit that I usually run on something like this. And it it was kind of cool in the in in the, the sense that everybody was having the same struggles with the equipment with not knowing yeah, you know, we we were unfamiliar with it, so you know your packing wasn't something that you'd done a hundred times before. So trying to find stuff in the dark was a challenge. You had to make sure and tie everything off. Um, I remember at one point, I I can't even remember what Rob was asking me, and I was like, "Give me a minute, my my pouch is kicking my ass because I couldn't get the stupid thing zipped." Um, you know, but having and sharing in those struggles, and 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 I got to say, I was I was with an absolute great group of guys and that alone is what made the trip worth it.
3: All right. I
2: mean, so this is step 1 of a three-step program as I understand it.
1: Yeah, this was phase 1. Um there's still phase 2 and 3 and and there was discussion about coming back and and completing them. There was also discussion and this is what something what kind of surprised me was uh Rob's girlfriend showed up at the end of it and uh made the suggestion that she would like to go through it with an all women's team and uh to my um horror her and brandy really hit it off so oh dear god yeah she's
0: this a little can more lead she's a little more Russian than i am because she came directly from there but we're you know we have a lot of the same things
1: you do and chickens in the
3: words of your motherland ozemoy
0: Right, see She can speak it, you can speak it I can't speak it
3: Yes, Jesus Maria <laughs> No good can come of this
0: So now This uh, Rob's girlfriend is uh, Wanting me to go So now cool. I have to do this recondo thing Which I'm not overly well, thrilled well,
2: like, about you got to find a few more women first
0: Well, I'm going to take Mary We all know Mary
1: yeah, and we think we've got one other. So if they can, if they can if they can get two more to be crazy enough to commit, they they've got a team. Um, it and and if we and hopefully it, it works out to where, you know, they get done and you graduate, and then you have a big party for the weekend.
0: Well, and here's the thing with that: we're gonna do everything better than you did because I know the times and shit. I'll push them.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you will have no doubt about that. You and Mary, oh, God.
3: God, uh, there's something about Mary. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, if
0: only you knew.
3: <laughs> this girl's a trip, dude. Oh, God. She's, to she's tough.
0: She will whoop your ass. She doesn't care if you're five times her size. She's still going to whoop your ass.
3: I said it before, and I'll say it again. There's no anti venom for estrogen.
1: No. <laughs> No. It's a valid statement. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what else it's is like, going on in, in in the air gun world? What what do you guys, what else are you guys doing out there? What what have you been doing all day?
3: I'm trying to make sure that air conditioners work and animals don't die and putting together some random chaos. I have a Truck full of air guns and ammunition and air tanks, a helicopter at her disposal, bunch of Firebird targets, and time to kill.
1: Not gonna lie, I'm a little, a uh, little jealous of the helicopter. We had to, we had to hump it like two miles from our final target to our extraction. Yeah, that kind of sucked. We were, we were really hoping to halo in a Blackhawk.
2: Yeah, well, it sounds like we're going to have a little bit of some fun riding in this thing, um, mostly because Dana Firebird Targets, I believe, is our pilot. Mm-hmm.
3: We had to um, check the bird out yesterday while Jason is cruising in, so I got a call to go help him with the test run. We got hungry, so we flew into town for lunch.
1: Who does that? Why Why does, why does that helicopter? not surprise me, though? Like, it, 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 it's not even shocking.
3: We could have drove the five miles, but why would you when you got a helicopter? It would have been more Man. impressive
0: if you went through drive through I'm just
1: saying.
3: <laughs> we landed at the car department. Well,
1: yeah. That works. Walk across the street.
3: Go across the street from what? You had Bill Norte. <laughs> the taco stand.
1: The taco stand. <laughs> <laughs> He's phoning ahead to the taco truck. Meet us at the fire department. We're landing in three minutes.
3: Yeah, that was pretty much the conversation that that is amazing. <laughs> and I'd be very disappointed if we don't do some shenanigan like that tomorrow. Oh it, it is fun. We're gonna we're gonna do some chaos. We're gonna break out the new Talon bolt arrow gun, the new micro raw. We're gonna shoot firebird targets hanging from drones. And do some target acquisition from the helicopter, and a, a little bit of we're going to stretch legs on a 308 air rifle a little bit and see how far we can take that bad boy out. 308 air rifle. This is that new prototype barrel. I can either confirm or deny your accusation,
2: sir. That yes. Confirmation of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> so. This is a potentially world record capable air gun. And we're gonna take it out for the first time tomorrow.
1: I'm excited so, to see the results.
2: Yeah, uh, things I'm, and stuff.
1: Now I, I know I don't get to see the results for a couple more months here, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what you're doing with that.
2: Well, I honestly think that if all goes well, this is a kind of a test pilot program. Which we will develop the fundamentals of what we will be building for Summit. Okay. So, when you have something that's going to be this groundbreaking, um, you make sure it's going to go right before you take it in front of God and everybody and show it off, right?
0: Right. Um, nah, do it live.
2: Yeah, fuck it. We'll do it live. Um, that's what I usually do. I know. I saw it today. Oh, my God. I was a little nervous when I took his shirt off and started swinging it around.
3: <laughs> Did you get boob sweat on you?
2: I I didn't. I underneath a dog.
1: The back the
3: sweat that almost got him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? Fellas? I. I. I just. The, I. I spent the whole last week going. Fuck it. We'll sort it out. Yeah. I. I'm all for this. Let's just do it live.
3: Well, it it gets rid of a lot of stress. I'll tell you that. Yeah, ask ask Jason about my filming
2: technique. He he insists on doing everything in one take. Um, he, He makes incessive notes that nobody can read, including, you know, my chicken scratch is actually really pretty compared to his. And hangs up a whiteboard so he has some, you know, notes for memory and then doesn't read a
0: fucking one of them. Sounds like someone I know. He spends
2: an hour making notes about what he's going to say for a 10-minute clip and then doesn't read his notes at all. It's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. He doesn't need to. And it's a stream of consciousness from this bald-headed fucker.
0: Because (laughs) once, once we write it down, we remember it, right, Tun? So why read it?
2: Exactly. And on the other hand, it works. He somehow... Puts it together in a story fashion where there's a beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end. I'm kind of impressed.
3: It it comes together.
1: <laughs> now, I I know you uh, you got that E7 with you down there. What are you guys doing with that thing?
2: I actually don't have that with me. I got to save a little bit of the surprise for Summit.
0: I thought you ripped it off Jason's gun so you could take it down there.
2: I took it off the gun so I could do some work with it in the lab.
3: Uh, Speaking of lab radar. Because he's totally in the lab. Yeah. Well, it's not here. It's at the shop, yeah. you silly girl. I want to know where the lab radar is
1: at. Well, it was in the back of my truck and nobody thought to grab it. Now it's in the camper. No, it's back in the shop. Yeah. I told you. Pain, <laughs> I told
0: you
2: exactly where it was. I well, and was and, and I still and
1: I have to ask this question: How is it that between you and Dan and Air Force, nobody has a freaking lab radar down there?
3: Because it doesn't work inside the range. Um, you have to have it outdoors to make it work.
2: See, they
3: shoot in. The end, yeah,
0: you caught. need to go in the out, sir.
3: Yeah, but in the out. I start to smell like chicharrones.
0: <laughs>
3: Just it takes, doesn't take long. take and tortillas it and cheese
0: with you, and you can have quesadillas by lunch. Dude.
3: Dude, the ink starts to bubble. It gets. We have two seasons. Damn, it's frozen. Damn, it's hot. I think I have heat stroke. <laughs> yeah, that's our two seasons. So they shoot
2: indoors a lot, and the labrador doesn't work inside. there the nut none of that.
0: But Dan Firebird,
1: why doesn't is, he have one?
3: Because he doesn't need one when you're blowing stuff up.
1: Yeah, you don't really need one for explosives. Yeah. Oh, sorry, signaling devices.
2: Signaling devices. Signaling devices that may cause
3: extreme joy.
1: Hey, I, I was using signaling devices. That's what we're going to call them.
3: They bring happiness, little packets of happiness. (laughs) Yeah. And there's people all around Texas that have them, but you got to remember, my friends, I have five or six friends that are what we refer to as close by here in Texas that have lab radars. But I have to drive four to six hours to get one.
1: Right, because it's Texas. You drive for three days and you're still in Texas.
2: Yeah. Pretty much. I drove for two days, most of it in Texas, and I only got to the middle. Yeah.
1: I know. We made that trip earlier. <laughs> was was the road through the panhandle of Oklahoma any better this time? Not really. It still sucked. Okay. Yeah, it
3: was pretty mm-hmm. bad. But he got to my area, and we've been all around our county, and it's pretty nice. Running around here with a local is a
2: brilliant thing because we have been to Costco, to the liquor store, um, to back to Air Force, back to Ton's house. We've never seen an interstate or a highway yet. We've stayed on back roads. It's the prettiest drive around Texas I've been on in a long time.
0: Which makes it longer. So that's more Taylor Swift singing, you have to hear.
2: No, that, that, that Taylor Swift singing, Ton is singing. So... Yeah, it's not the same. We have not
3: hit one T Swift song since you've been here. We have not.
0: I'm nope, disappointed in Peyton you, Ton.
3: Nope, it's been Stephen Lynch and Peyton Parrish.
0: You need to
1: bring out some Swift.
2: The T Swift for you. Wow, diver- yeah.
1: diversification! I like it.
3: I gotta gotta mix it up every once in a while. I can't be too predictable.
1: <laughs> Ton, you are anything but predictable.
3: All um, predictable, is not even remotely a word we could ever use to describe ton No I got in the got in the car in Colorado last weekend and they're like, well can I put some music on? Like, oh yeah I said, well, it's a little bit different. what'd you say uh, she's been around truckers or something Well, he asked if he, if you could offend
2: her and I said, well, she you know spent most of her career around roughnecks, so yeah, you can try. I thought he had a dirty joke or something to tell. I didn't realize what we were going to listen to an hour and a half of some of the raunchiest songs I'd ever heard in my entire life. (laughs) And if you don't have a perspective of what I'm talking about, go out to the internet and look up Stephen Lynch. That's my boy.
3: It won't take you but a song, song and a half to go, oh my God. Look up Dr. Stephen or Special Ed. They're really good songs. He's a musician. No, he's got great talent. The guy can sing and he can play, but...
2: What he chooses to sing is if you listen to the words, he's an artist. It's amazing. Write <laughs> it down, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> so you yes, guys got so air guns, you got firebird targets, you got a helicopter. What could go wrong? Damn slang.
3: Mm-hmm. Nothing. High pressure air. Thirty-six hundred psi, dude. Nothing could go wrong. Okay, so at thirty-six hundred psi, you're
1: you're you're shooting a thirty-caliber bullet, thirty-six hundred psi. What's the feet per second on that?
3: I don't know. The is at your house. He's hoping fast.
1: Really?
0: Good question, there, Einstein.
1: Hey, <laughs> Dave. And-
0: I would think the manufacturer would be able to
1: figure this shit out. You think the lab oh, radar yeah, I, I, was for
0: decoration? What I do you think, think they it wanted it for? for.
1: <laughs> I provided nobody took it. Jason's pouting. There
0: might have been drinking involved. We were at Rocking the Winds. It,
1: yeah, we well, were at a party.
3: <laughs> no, I did the chronograph. We're going to break out... Uh, some toys, and it will crack the sound barrier. Guaranteed.
1: All right, so let me ask you this, I, I, and I'm going to get a little bit cursive here for a second. Air guns. Be, and, and, I, and I bring this up because cleaning my rifle after this whole freaking adventure has turned into a two-day affair. What does it take to clean and maintain an air gun?
3: Oh, it's brutal. After a whole day of shooting, I usually put the gun away. Then after like two days of shooting, I'll put the gun away. And after about thousand rounds, I'll run a dry patch and then another dry patch. Then if it's really bad, put some hops number nine in there. Then I'll run another dry patch. Then I put the gun away.
1: I kind of hate you right now. Yeah, Dude, but he's not
0: running it in the desert of Wyoming with the sand and the
1: That is grit. true. He's
2: taking completely apart. He's soaking all the parts in solvent. And yeah. he'll blow them off, oil them back up, and then have to reassemble his guns.
3: Oh, yeah. And when I'm running it in the Mojave Desert, Death Valley, or I'm running it in South Texas in the Deep Valley, I take it to the air hose in the shop, I blow it off. And then I run a dry patch. <laughs> the thing.
1: I'm happening to repaint mine because it's got sandblasted.
3: Yeah, no. I, if it's really bad, I'll take some Crytox and put it on the valve seat. Mm-hmm. and Put it around one or two of the O-rings after I take an air hose and blow it off and run a dry patch. <laughs> so that,
1: so those of us that good. hate maintenance, the air guns are the way to go.
3: It's sounding more simple all the time. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, wow. I spend a lot less on ammo. Um, I have an air tank. I don't have to clean half as much. Well, even a 16th as much. What is a, a 10 of ammo? 350 rounds for how much? 350 rounds. If I'm going 25 cal, I can get them for, I think, 12 bucks. Ugh. 350 rounds. Well, if I want to get some really good ones, I can spend 22 bucks. Match grade stuff. Yeah. All right. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Then if I want to go like the 50 cal, if I'm getting my 510 350 grain, I pick up 50 rounds for 25 bucks.
1: Yeah. I. I don't like you right now. I I tell you what though I, I I'm gonna throw a plug out actually two plugs I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a plug out for the avidity arms PD10 and I'm gonna throw a plug out for I've been running around with a prototype optic that Jason designed for the PD10 I beat the ever living hell out of both of them last week um, with no hiccups I I am I am waiting to clean it until Wilson gets his hands on it and sees the abuse that this thing took.
2: Did you make it change shape? I did. It changed shape.
1: Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, so it,
2: maybe I do need to see it.
1: The- no, 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 I guess not the housing. Um, I, I, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. I changed the reticle several times just to make sure everything kept working.
2: Well, that's a function test, that's fine, but... What optic is this? This is a a new itsy bitsy that goes on the Avenity Arms. It's really slim. One of the slimmest optics to ever hit the market because the Avenity Arms pistol is one of the slimmest to ever hit the market.
3: What reticle is this?
2: It has three. It has a dot, a circle, and a circle dot. Dot. What the hell? I'm using a programmable LED to achieve it. So, Wilson,
0: uh, have you uh, received your PD-10 yet?
3: No. Did you
2: send Rob your FFL?
0: He has this on file. If he has not, you might want to consider changing because he brought the prototype for the double stack
3: in.
2: You might just drag your feet a little bit. That's what I'm hearing.
3: Yeah. I think I'm going to have to drag my feet.
2: Uh,
0: yeah, he has a double stack. So I don't know if they're available yet, but the, the prototype made it to Ricando.
1: It did, and we were all running uh, Gen 2 prototypes. All right.
2: So when you text Rob tomorrow and tell him how pretty his hair is.
3: Yeah, I'll have to call him.
2: uh, Make sure you tell (laughs) him that you want uh, your double stack and a
3: 30 super carry. Yes. Okay. And, by the way, uh, I need your help with the P7 and the P8 reticle. You guys, it's no longer the P seven and P eight. It's the donut with the sprinkle and the donut with the donut hole. <laughs> just that he
2: did change that today in video. So evidently I appreciate fat people.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, tack Ooh. pants makes you tactical.
3: Dude, it to make it make sense, he said just imagine a donut in the center of the donut. At fifty yards is your zero, <laughs> and that little that little sprinkle at the bottom at six o'clock is your ten yard. Pretty Did much. Put right there, that's dead center. Pulled up, so fifty and ten, you're dead on zero and zero. I mm-hmm. said, so the center of the donut is zero, and the sprinkle is your zero also. Right. So when I pulled out the P8, he said no. This has a inside the donut. There's also a little circle at the bottom. I said, "No, it's not. Now it's a donut hole." So now you give me a donut and a donut hole. And he walked away. So I renamed it in video.
1: I like it. I'm going with that.
3: See, because
1: hey. I use the donut hole a lot. Uh, See, we 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 did some some near ambush stuff. I was using the donut hole. See,
2: it works. No, it totally works. It was it was designed to work. It is now known as the donut hole guy. Hey, that
3: people will appreciate it.
1: But even you did those, it. But you did the donut hole in blue sprinkles. So we appreciate that.
3: Damn straight. And every single one of those 511 64 inch waist people will appreciate it even more.
1: <laughs> 62. Come on. 62. I think that's where they top out.
3: Nope, they did sixty fours. Did they ask him how he knows? <laughs> <laughs> I used to wear them. <laughs> That's before I maxed out of my waist uh, back in the day. Oh Lord! You're welcome.
1: <laughs> so, You're still <laughs> before we b- b- before we get out of here, tund- did, did, did the family get back? No. <laughs> okay.
3: They are still in Slovakia. And, but I did miraculously get the house and shop. The house is put together 100% in three days. I got it back together from the pictures that I had sent. The shop is 99% there. 90 90%.
1: Shop looks pretty good. You're getting close.
0: But you have till the middle of August?
1: August third.
0: Oh, you better get on it.
1: Yeah, and when you get done, um, I I need you to come and clean up all the shrapnel in my shop from six guys' random stuff.
3: Bro, he has a roll off dumpster, a twenty yard roll off dumpster.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, I'm not that bad. You
3: say that, and it's almost full.
1: Yeah, no, we didn't make that big of a mess,
3: and we brought an excavator over to compact it. <laughs>
1: yeah we didn't make that big of a mess i think i'm down to burning boxes at this point
3: dude it got bad here it's been rough uh i i had to move all the cameras so my wife didn't see me doing a thorough cleanse of the house and neighborhood
1: did you burn sage
3: I'm pretty sure that was part of the collateral damage.
1: I mean, clear out those evil spirits
3: bro, I've burnt well, you'll see the scorch marks from Earth from <laughs> the satellite at this point <laughs> it it we have my wife asked, where's the patio furniture? I said, what patio furniture um she's like, Where's all the kids' old play toys? What kids' play toys? It's he changed the angle of the camera so she couldn't see the shit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna just ask for forgiveness when she gets home.
0: That's rough because she's a tough woman.
3: Yeah, but I did paint the kids' bedroom and repaint the the whole house except for the well. I did the kids' bedroom, bathroom, the rest of the house. So it does look a lot better-ish. And I did get her car fixed, but I forgot to go pick it up. It's still at the dealership.
1: <laughs> you got like two weeks I, to get all this stuff done.
3: And I did register her car. I, we did figure that out. If And I, I did hang the... Yeah, okay. I did find the mail that brought the tags in so I can put the current tags on it.
1: Okay, so he when she gets home, she's legal.
3: On. Yeah.
2: I bought him a notebook and labeled it "From Tun Jones's Brain," and he's been writing stuff down in it. I've been proud of him; he's been disciplined.
1: Is this going to be like the diaries from the movie Seven?
2: I want to give it about six months, and then I want to take a peek at the book. I think you might <laughs> might be right,
1: Dude, it's, Yeah. Well, I'm it's thinking. Going to be right. I'm thinking we're going to have to check in with you guys here later in the week and see what you guys have done uh, with all the toys that you've got to play with. Um, but I'm going to say that for this week, uh, I, I think everybody's got their plate pretty full.
3: Yeah, it, yeah. Fair enough.
1: Yeah.
3: And we, yeah, it's going to be, I still got to go pick up another gun tonight. <laughs>
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to cut you guys out of here, and and we're going to get out of here for the week, and and we'll catch up with you guys here later in the week, and we'll find out how all these uh, aerial shenanigans went. Uh, But until then, you guys just keep blaming the gun.